worship that takes us where no man can take us. Hallelujah. It is, it is in the presence of the Lord. The word, the word of God says when praises go up, his glory comes down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are in the right place this morning. Hallelujah. God is in this place. His presence is in this place. Hallelujah. As we stand up uh, for the reading of the word, amen. We want to read this morning. I'm going to read from the book of John. Hallelujah. John chapter 20. Hallelujah. He is God this morning. Hallelujah. He came. He preceded us in coming to this place. He was anxious for us to come to the house of the Lord. Amen. He was waiting for you to come here so that he can minister to you, so that he can uplift you this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to read uh, from the book of John, John chapter 20, verse 1. Hallelujah. We praise the Lord for this season. Hallelujah. We are in the Easter season. Amen. We are in the season when we are remembering the ultimate sacrifice that Christ paid for our salvation. Amen. Uh, John chapter 20. Now the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been, had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, They have taken away the Lord. Come on, turn to your other neighbor and tell them the same thing. They have taken away the Lord. Peter therefore went out and the other disciple, and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together, and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. Hallelujah. Amen. And he stood, uh, and, he, and he stooping down and looking in, saw the linen cloth lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. And he saw the linen cloth lying there, and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen cloth, but folded together in a place by itself. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning for your word. Let your word accomplish that which you wanted to accomplish. Father, we pray, minister to us through your word. Encourage us, O God. Admonish us, O God. Rebuke us, O God. Teach us, O God, through your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's take our seats in the sanctuary this morning. Amen. And the word of the Lord good. The word of the Lord is good. Amen. Hallelujah. So the text that we just read this morning, it's telling us of the events that took place uh, Resurrection Sunday. I know Easter is coming up, uh, so I thought we'll probably uh, get into the Easter mode just a week prior, amen, because this Friday will be Good Friday, then we have Saturday, we have Resurrection Sunday coming up, amen, uh, but this text that we just read, it's telling us of the events that took place after Jesus had been crucified, and then on the, on the Sunday, amen, Sunday morning, we hear that in the morning, early in the morning, hallelujah, there is a lady called Mary Magdalene, who went to the tomb early in the morning, turn to your neighbor and say, early in the morning. What time? Turn to your other neighbor and tell them early in the morning. 
Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that you are in the house of the Lord early in the morning? Hallelujah. You are in the right place early in the morning. Hallelujah. The word of God tells us this woman came to the tomb where Jesus had been, had been laid to rest. Amen. And to her surprise, the, the stone or the rock that had been covering the entrance to the tomb had been rolled away. Hallelujah. The, the stone that had been covering the tomb had been rolled away. Amen. Then she went in and she looked and Jesus was not there. Hallelujah. The Savior was not there. Her master was not there. So she asked, so immediately she ran back to the city to find Peter and John. Now John is the other disciple here. He's the one that's writing the book of John. Now he describes this and says, Peter and the other disciple that, uh, that Jesus loved the most. Hallelujah. Because he was assuming this, that since he loved God the most, he was saying there is no one in this world that loves Jesus more than I do. So if I love him more than anyone else, he must love me the most. That's what he was uh, portraying in this text. He was saying to them, Peter and the other disciple, that the Lord Jesus loves the most. Hallelujah. How is your love of the Lord like? <laughs> What's your love for Christ like this morning? Can you surely stand up and say, I am the one that the master loves the most? Can you stand up and say, I love him the most, so he must love me the most. That's what he was saying. He was saying, there is no one on this earth, hallelujah, that loves Christ the most. I love him the most. If you love him, you might love him, but uh -uh, your love doesn't compare. It's, it's nothing compared to the love that I have for Christ. You might love him with everything you got, but it, it, it has nothing on the love that I have for Christ. So he must love me the most. This morning, I want to talk about the love for God. What, what, what kind of love do you have for God? How do you love the Lord? Can your love stand the test of time? Can your love stand the test of trials and tribulations? How much do you love the Lord? This disciple says, I am the disciple, hallelujah, that loves Christ the most. So he must love me also the most. He wasn't giving any room to anyone to be Christ's favorite. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of us, we are content <laughs> to take a big a back seat in the love that we have for God. But John was saying, no, 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 I want you to understand. You might love the Messiah, but the love that I have for Christ outweighs your love for him. How much do you love the Lord? Hallelujah. But I want us to turn our attention this morning to this woman. That had gone early in the morning to the tomb. Hallelujah. Now, imagine what had transpired a few days earlier. Three days ago, she had seen Christ being murdered, being crucified. Hallelujah. And he was taken and he was placed in the tomb. Hallelujah. She was devastated. She was crushed. Their hopes had been on Christ, the one that they believed to be the savior of the world. The one in whom they, their hope laid on. He had been killed. Hallelujah. But early in the morning, hallelujah, the word of God tells me that Mary Magdalene went to the tomb where they laid Christ to rest. How early do you seek the Lord? How early do you seek the Lord? Hallelujah. This woman, she was the first to the tomb of Christ. 
Not even John that says, I love Christ the most, was there that early morning. Not even Peter, <laughs> the one that the Christ has said, on this rock I will build my church upon, was there that morning. But a woman called Mary Magdalene was the first to the tomb of Christ. And she peered in and she said, where have they placed my master? Imagine Christ had died three days ago. She had seen Christ being killed, but it didn't change his position in her life. She says, still he is the Lord. Hallelujah. The circumstances and situations make the position of God to oscillate in your life. At one time when things are going okay, then he is God. When things are going bad, then you turn away from him. Or the opposite is true. When things are bad, then he is your God. When things are going good, then he is not your God. You forget him. He takes the second, second, uh, uh, second place in your life. But this woman, in spite of what had taken place, Jesus had been crucified. So she wasn't expecting a blessing. She was going to see a man that was dead. She wasn't expecting anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. She was saying, if he doesn't do anything for me anymore, but he takes precedence in my life. He is my priority. So the first thing she does early on Sunday morning is to go to the grave where they laid Christ. How early do you seek the Messiah? How early do you seek God in your life? David says, early will I seek him. Upon my bed will I meditate upon his word. How, how much do you love the Lord? John now is writing an account. But he's letting us know that even though I regard myself, hallelujah, as the one that the Lord loves the most, as the one that loves Christ the most, but there is a woman who woke up early in the morning to go to the tomb where they'd laid Christ. And when she got there, she saw an empty tomb. She ran back to tell us what had transpired, that the Messiah had gone, that the Lord was not there. Hallelujah. Now, they, they started to, they, they got on a race. They wanted to see who was going to be the first to get to the tomb. So John makes it a point to let us know. We were in a race, me and Peter. <laughs> But in Peter, I beat him to the tomb because I love the Christ the most. <laughs> Hallelujah. When it comes to running towards the things of God, what number are you? When you are running towards the things of the kingdom, do you come first or do you come last? Hallelujah. When it comes to seeking the Lord, what position are you? The word of God says, put off the, 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 the heavy burden that easily entangles you and run on looking at the cross. When you are running towards the cross, how many people are between you and the Messiah? John was saying, Peter and I were told at the same time that the Messiah is not there. Then we started racing towards the tomb. Hallelujah. But I outran Peter and I was the first one to get there. How much do you love the Lord? When the children of God are gathering, when the children of God are having meetings, are you there? Hallelujah. When the children of God are worshiping, where are you? What position are you? Hallelujah. I refuse to be out-worshipped by anyone. I refuse to be out-loved by anyone. I want to love God the most. John says, even though I loved Christ the most, there was a woman 
who loved Christ more than I did. That's what he's trying to say. She was the first on the day of his resurrection to get to the tomb of Christ. Hallelujah. Do I have ladies in the house? Do I have women in the house? There is a woman here that's setting a standard of how you are supposed to love the Lord. There is a woman that's saying, I don't regard what gender I am. I don't regard that I am a female. When it comes to serving the Lord, not even a man can outlove God. My love for God will surpass the love that anyone else has for God. They ran to the tomb. They got to the tomb. They looked in. The word of God says, John got there. He looked into the tomb and he saw that all the, 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 the clothes have been left, but Jesus was not there. Then Peter now comes in. Yes, as curious as he was, he gets there. And like John that stood at the entrance, he enters in. And he looks for sure to see if Christ, where they had put the master. How much do you love the Lord? Hallelujah. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb and, and he saw linen clothes lying there. And the, hand, and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but folded together in a place by itself. Hallelujah. Now look what then transpired. Then the other disciples who came to the tomb first went in also and he saw and believed. Hallelujah. Then John Immediately, that's when it struck that Christ had said, I was going to rise, I'm going to rise again on the third day. So they got there, they believed, hallelujah, that Christ was no longer there, that the body of Christ was no longer in the tomb, hallelujah, hallelujah. But this woman, I want you to look at her story carefully. But Mary, verse 11, stood outside by the tomb, okay, verse 10. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. Hallelujah. Peter and John, what did they do? They went to their own homes. Hallelujah. But there is a woman that remained by the tomb. Her name is called Mary Magdalene. Let me tell you a little bit, a little bit more about this woman. The word of God tells us they that have been forgiven more love the most. Hallelujah. She, her history, if you read about her, she had at one time been possessed of seven demons. Hallelujah. And Christ had cast out those devils from her. Hallelujah. Therefore, she had a testimony of the power of God over her life. She knew what this Messiah had done for her. So she was saying, or she was standing in a place where she was saying, what he has done for me is enough for me to serve him. What he has done for me is enough for me to love him. She, was, she didn't go to the tomb expecting a blessing. Sometimes we've taken this, our love of God, and it's in reverse with the blessing. We love the blessing more than we love the giver of the blessing. We love the one that gives the gifts more than the gifter. Hallelujah. But, don't we have, but we have to understand that the word of God says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. What am I talking about? Let's turn a little bit to the book of Job. Job chapter 1. I believe most of us are very familiar with the book of uh, Job. Hallelujah. Job chapter 1 verse 6. Listen to what is happening here. 
Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? Hallelujah. So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and from on the earth. And from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, hallelujah. Have you considered my servant Job? Hallelujah. That there is none like him on the earth. A blameless and upright man. One who fears God and shuns evil. Hallelujah. Verse 9. So Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God? For nothing. Hallelujah. He was saying, he's insinuating here that there is a motive behind the love of Job for God. He's insinuating that Job loves the Lord because of the blessing. Hallelujah. He's saying to the Lord, does Job fear you for no reason? Hallelujah. My same question to you today is this. Do you love God for no reason? Or do you love God because of the blessing? Why do you love God? Hallelujah. I said this woman called Mary, she had gone to the tomb not expecting to see a living Christ. She wasn't expecting a blessing from a corpse. Hallelujah. She, in her belief, Christ had been killed. Hallelujah. He was dead, but she said, because of what he has done, because of who he is in my life, he, 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 he demands the first place in my life. His rank in my life is the rank of the Lord. That's why when she got to the other disciples, she said, where have you taken, where they have taken away our Lord? Christ was still Lord of her life, even though she was not expecting another penny from Christ. Since even though she was not expecting another healing from Christ, but Christ was still priority in her life. She was seeking God, not because of the blessing. She had, the, she had legitimate love for the Messiah. Is your love for God legit? Is your love for God genuine? Is your love for God true? Is your love for God pure? How much do you love the Lord? And how much, what are you willing to pay for the love that you have for God? This man, the word of God tells us that everything was stripped off of Job's life. But he says to the Lord, the Lord has given and the Lord has taken. But surely I will say this to the Lord, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In all circumstances, in all situations, I will praise the Lord because my love for him, it ain't about goods, it ain't about the tangibles, it's about, it's a heart-to-heart -heart thing. Do you have a heart-to-heart -heart thing with the Lord? Do you have a heart-to-heart -heart thing with the Lord? How much do you love the Lord? Hallelujah. How much do you love the Lord? This woman, we are told, she got the end after the other ones had left. Hallelujah. She remained there. Hallelujah. So let's listen to what took place after she had remained. Peter and John, they got there. They believed. They left and they went. But this woman remained. Hallelujah. 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 God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. 
Hallelujah. When you diligently seek the Lord, I can assure you this, that you will be rewarded. When you love the Lord out of a pure heart, I can assure you this, that you will see the glory of the Lord. I can assure you this, when you love the Lord out of genuineness, the Lord will reveal himself to you. My Bible tells me of a man called David that says, I would rather be a servant in the house of the Lord than be a king in the tents of the wicked. That's how much he loved the Lord. That even his testimony, the word of God says, David is a man after my own heart. We hear him saying, yes, as the deer panted for the water brooks, my soul longs for thee. My soul longs for the living God. How much do you love God? Do you love him more than the air you breathe? Do you love him more than the food you eat? Do you love him more than the house you stay in? Do you love him more than the clothes you wear? How much do you love the Lord? Do you love him more than the car you ride? Do you love the Lord? Do you love him more than your job? How much do you love the Lord? This man, the word of God tells us that David said, there is nowhere else that I would rather be than be in the presence of the Lord. Yes, one day in the presence of the Lord is like a thousand elsewhere. There is nowhere else that I would rather be than to dance as you sing over me. Hallelujah. How much do you love the Lord? How much do you love the Lord? My Bible tells me this woman remained. Yes, and the other disciples went away. Then she, the word of God says, and angels came. And they say to her, woman, what are you doing here? And she says, I don't know where they put my master. I don't know where they put my Lord. Don't be content with living a life without the Messiah. Don't be content with a life without God. Don't live a life that's reprobate. Don't live a life that's devoid of the glory of God. She says, I'm not going to go anywhere. I will stay here until I get an answer. She reminds me of a man in the Old Testament. His name is called Moses. The word of the Lord says, and Moses said, unless you go with us, we will not go. Unless you go with us, we are not living. Unless your presence is with us, there is no way we are going. He says, how shall they know that we are your people unless your presence is in our lives? How much do you yearn for the presence of the Lord? David says, one thing have I sought after, this I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Hallelujah. Do you seek to inquire of the Lord in the temple? Do you seek to behold his glory in the temple? This man, David, said there's nowhere else that I would rather be. This woman said, ah, where have they placed my master? I've come to tell you this morning, don't you dare do anything without the Lord. I've come to tell you, don't you dare eat that food unless you pray. I've come to tell you, don't you dare leave your house unless the Lord goes with you. I've come to tell you, don't you dare do church unless the Lord is there. I've come to tell you, don't you dare go anywhere unless the Lord is there. I've come to tell you, you need the Lord. This woman said, there is no way else that I'm going until they tell me 
where my master is. I've come to tell you, don't let your kids go to school without the Lord. They might try to take Christ from schools, but we have got to stand and say our schools, they need Jesus. I've come to tell you, don't you dare build unless the Lord builds a city. They that build, they build in vain. I've come to tell you, unless the watchmen, if the Lord watching with them, they watch in vain. I've come to tell you, this woman realized there is nowhere else to find life. Her source of life was right there by the tomb. Her source of life was Jesus. She's saying, I've experienced the glory of the Lord. There is nothing else that I can live for unless I know that my Redeemer liveth. Does your Redeemer live? Does your Savior live? Does your Christ live? This woman said, I will not go anywhere. Hallelujah. Don't go anywhere without the Lord. Don't do anything without Jesus. Don't do anything without the blessing of the Lord. It is the blessing of the Lord that brings riches with it and brings no sorrow with it. This woman, she stayed by the tomb. <laughs> Hallelujah. Until angels came and said, what are you seeking? <laughs> you have got to draw nigh unto God. The word of God says when you draw nigh unto him, he will draw nigh unto you. The word of the Lord says seek the Lord whilst he may still be found. Seek the Lord whilst he may still be found. The word of the Lord is telling you this morning that you have to seek the Lord whilst he may still be found. For a time is coming when the Lord will be sought, but he will be nowhere to be found. We have an opportunity. It is a grand opportunity this morning that we have this chance that we have this morning to seek the Lord, to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I've come to tell you this morning, you are going to be rewarded because you are where the saints of the Lord are. I've come to tell you, God will reward your pursuit of his face. God will reward your pursuit of his presence. God will reward you when you seek him. This woman refused to be consoled. I'm not going to be silent. Sometimes you've got to seek the Lord until heaven itself says, you know what? I've got to go and give an answer. There are times that you have got to pursue God until the presence of the Lord is given unto you. Hallelujah. This woman refused to be comforted. She says, I'm not living. I'm not living until I get hold of him, until I get answers. Hallelujah. How much do you love the Lord? How much do you pursue after God? Hallelujah. John chapter 20. Let's go ahead a little bit. Hallelujah. After verse 11, verse 14. Now when she had said this, uh, I'll read uh, from verse 12. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body had lain. Then they said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Hallelujah. Do you know if God is in your life? Hallelujah. Do you know if God is present with you? Hallelujah. David at one time says to the Lord, Father, do not banish me from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. 
Hallelujah. That's how much he knew the relevance of God in his life. He knew without God, he is nothing. Now when she said this, she turned around. Hallelujah. And what did she see? She saw Jesus. She saw Jesus. She saw Jesus. Hallelujah. I've come to tell you, Jesus had not yet ascended uh, to the heavens to the Father. But he had to make a stop somewhere. Hallelujah. He had to make a certain stop. He had to go via the tomb to address a woman that was refusing to be quietened. She had to go here to go through the tomb where he had been laid to address a woman that had been seeking. She had to, to, to put the plans of going to the father on hold for a little bit and go and address Mary Magdalene. Hallelujah. How is your pursuit of God? Do you pursue him to where heaven is to stand still until you are answered? Do you pursue the Lord to where heaven has to be on hold? He had to say to the Father in heaven, Daddy, wait for me a minute. I have some business to take care of. Hallelujah. Does God have some business to take care of because you are seeking him? She had, he had to take a detour. He said, do not touch me yet. Do not embrace me yet because I have not yet presented myself to the Father. Hallelujah. But he had to make a detour because there was a woman that was refusing to be silent. There was a woman that was saying, I need to know where my master is. There was a woman that was saying, unless the Lord speaks, I will not do anything. There was a woman that was saying, I need to hear his voice. There was a woman that was saying, I need him to speak. Hallelujah. I've come to tell you this morning, seek the Lord with all your heart. Love the Lord with all your heart. Seek him and serve him with all your strength. This is the greatest commandment, that you love the Lord with all your might, with all your strength, with everything that is within you. And when you seek him, you will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. Hallelujah. He's not like the sons of men that he should forget. He's not like the sons of men that he should be unfaithful. When you are faithful in seeking him, I've come to tell you this. The things that concern you, that you will make perfect. The word of God says he perfects everything that concerns him. That concerns me. Hallelujah. But this woman had her priorities right. Her priorities was God first and everything else later. Because she understood that he is the giver of everything else I need. Do you have your priorities right this morning? I believe so because you are in the right place this morning. Your priorities are in place because you are in the house of the Lord this morning. And because you have come to the house of the Lord, I've come to assure you this morning, you will not leave the house of the Lord empty-handed. There is no way you will come to the house of the Lord and live the same. If you came sick, I've come to tell you Jesus is the healer. If you came needing provision, I've come to tell you he is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides. I've come to tell you he is the great I am. He is who I am. He is everything that you need. According to his riches in glory, he will supply all your needs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Greg, can you help me as we close? Hallelujah. Let's stand up to our feet this morning. 
Hallelujah. Do I have the Marys in this house? Ah, ladies, here we have a great example in Mary. A woman that refused to be consoled. She would not be silenced. Are you going to be silenced this morning? Uh, is pride going to stand in your way of serving the Lord or seeking his face? Is your dignity going to stand in your way of pursuing his glory? This woman, she put her dignity aside. She said, I don't care what they will say, but I'll be the first one there. Uh, John says, when I heard the news, I said to myself, Peter is not going to beat me. No one will, will out-worship me. No one will out-praise me. I'll praise the Lord with all my strength with all my might, with everything that I have got. Hallelujah. We want to seek the Lord this morning. We want you, I want you to lift up your hands where you are. Maybe like Mary, you are facing a situation that is impossible. But when you seek the Lord, you perfect everything that concerns you. Maybe there's a door that you need opened. When you seek the Lord, that door will pry open. When you seek the Lord, your breakthrough is on your knees. Your breakthrough is on your knees. The longest distance that you have got to travel is the distance between the ground and your knees. And the Lord will come through for you. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let's seek the Lord. Yes, just where you are, just make a prayer for yourself and say, Master, I will not go anywhere. I will not do anything without you. Just seek the Lord where you are. Father, we are here this afternoon. Father, we seek your presence. Father, we don't want to do anything without you. We don't want to build a church without you. We don't want to do anything. We don't want to raise kids without you. Father, we don't want to raise children without your presence. Lord, I don't want to be in a marriage without your presence. Lord, I don't want to get that job without your presence. Lord, I don't want to do anything unless you do it with me. Hallelujah. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord while he may still be found. Call upon his name whilst he is still near. Pursue the Lord. Refuse to be silenced. Refuse to be quietened. Oh, say out to the Lord. Lord, I need you. Oh, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you, Savior. I need you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You might be in this place and you say, I don't know this Jesus you are talking about. But I would love surely to give my life to him. Because he is the God that answers those that call unto him. If you are there, I want to give this opportunity to you to give your life to the Lord. Hallelujah. He says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and comes in and opens, I'll come in and eat with him and he with me. Today is an opportunity presented to you to have a relationship with Christ. If you are there with all heads bowed, I want you to lift up your hand where you are. Hallelujah. So I can pray for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If there's not, that's fine. If you are here and you say things have been going haywire in my life, but I want this Jesus to help me. If you need prayer, I want to make room for you. To come here so we can pray for you. Hallelujah. As the worship team comes. Hallelujah. 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 If you need prayer. 
If you need for me to pray for you, that this Jesus would make a way for you. I want to give this opportunity for you to come forward. This is the time the presence of the Lord is here. He is healing the sick. He is delivering the oppressed. He is doing something great. He is redeeming his people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 We thank the Lord. Hallelujah. We praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we worship you. Father, we pray as we commit your daughter before you. Lord, her stepping out is a sign, Father, that she's saying, Lord, I don't want to do this life without you. I don't want to live this life without you. I need you, Lord, my Lord. Father, I pray, show up for her. Minister to her, Father. Lord, you refused, oh God, Father, not to address our Mary and their cry. Father, I hear your, child, your daughter right now. Lord, address every need that she has. Oh God, meet her at a very point of need. Make a way for her, Father. Lord, she loves you, Father. Therefore, Lord, you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. I pray an opening of doors. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. 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 My God, we thank you. Father, we pray. I commit your maid servant before you. Continue to worship everybody. Let's seek the Lord. Let's worship the Lord. We are still standing. If you are giving your tithe for this week, I want you to stand up on your feet. Hallelujah. So I can speak and declare a blessing over your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As our ashes are here to serve us. Hallelujah. can proclaim a blessing over you. Hallelujah. Father, hallelujah. Are we ready? I see you. Okay, we're going to just wait another minute. 
we give because we love him. Hallelujah. We give because of what he has done for us. Hallelujah. He blesses us because he promised to do that. But our, our giving to him is because of the love we have for him. Oh, he first loved us. He gave his only begotten son. He loved us. He loved us. children, Father, that have stretched their hands to give. Father, I declare and I pronounce the blessing of Abraham upon their lives. Father, we thank you, O oh God, that the, the devourer is rebuked from of their finances. Those in need of jobs, Father, you are making a way. Lord, those in need of a breakthrough, those in need of healing, Father, your hand is outstretched to heal. We thank you by your stripes they are healed. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray a hundredfold over everything that they have given, over every seed that they have sown, Father. Yes, Lord, let rain come and cause their seed to multiply. Let rain come, oh God. They plant seed in the ground. We thank you, Jesus. We worship you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can take our seats as our MC comes to close the service for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have uh, Easter Sunday coming up. As it is coming, I want to urge you. Uh, we have, I have a, a special message that God has given me for next Sunday. So I encourage you, invite somebody. Hallelujah. Let them come and be blessed next week. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. How much do you love God? Mm, are you like Mary Magdalene, who cries at the grave until the angels show up? Have you ever prayed in such a way that the angels reveal yourself to you? Have you ever sought God in such a way that angels come down and talk to you? Ah, do we have Mary Magdalene in the house? Woo! Powerful, powerful message. Hallelujah. I felt so encouraged that you cry at the grave until angels come down. And Mary was not satisfied with the angels. I said, when I was sitting there, I said, what kind of a woman is this one? Even when angels came down, she still was not satisfied. She was like, I'm not looking for 
for you guys. I want my master. You cry until Jesus himself shows up. Huh? You seek God until he comes down. My, 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 my. Mary is in the house. Let us seek this God until he shows up. Amen. How much do you love him? Oh, we want to thank God for the man of God in the house. We want to thank the Holy Spirit for using him this morning. Ah, we want to thank God for a powerful word. Let us run with it this week and be the Marys of today. Amen. Glory to his name.